Hello, hello, and finally, welcome back to Sweet Tea with G. I am your lovely host, and I still exist, Gia. I do want to apologize and say that I am so sorry that I haven't been able to make new episodes. I was going through a lot this summer with school and just really needed some time to focus on school. Personally, I literally had no time for anything, and I also had bad time management. I've been working a lot and trying to get my grades up. I actually had to withdraw from a class, which was so annoying, but nothing exciting has really happened since July other than the fact that I've been literally busy every single weekend since then. I'm currently dealing with sinus infection, trying to get over that, but yeah, it's been driving me nuts how busy I've been, but I'm currently just starting to slow everything down. I start school back up in two weeks, pretty much still busy, but definitely have more time for myself. I am trying to get back into reading and I actually started going back to therapy, which was a plus, so. Today, we're gonna talk about cleaning out my closet. Not literally, I mean the closet of the absolute bullshit of a friendship that I had in my life longer than I definitely should have. This episode is called Not a Girl's Girl, Barbie. So for me, I'm not saying that making new friends is some sort of crime, right? I think that it's something that should happen. I feel like personally, you're gonna make new friends throughout your entire life, whether that's your childhood friends, your high school friends, college friends, adult friends that you meet when you're when you're older, the parents of your future children when you meet them at school, your work friends, you're going to make new friends. It's unavoidable and you'll most likely always have that opportunity. For me, it's really how much you really know these new friends and how much you trust the relationship and the friendship that you have that you really need to be aware of. So I have mainly had the same friendships for about 10 plus years. I've met people within that time, but I really have the solid friendships that I have today for over 10 years. Maybe with one new friend included, it's not a large group of friends that I have, but it's a loyal one. And I think for me that that is what matters the most when it comes to friendships well back in 2019 i did get engaged and i met a friend through my ex-husband he was super sweet one of the best people to this day that i know and i've ever met we all became super super close he had a fiance and the thing between the boys were that they wanted to double date they wanted all of us to meet and to hang out no problem. I'm there, girlfriend duties to make my fiance happy, right? Our double date ended up being at a Dave and Buster's type of situation. I believe we had a great time. I mean, me and the other girl, well, her, his fiance, we clicked instantly. We got along talking about the same thing, same interests. I remember one of the first things we said we wanted to do was go to the sex museum in New York City. We thought that would be fun and a funny thing to go to as a double date. And then like instantly we realized like we were gonna be really good friends. So the rest is literally history. She became my best friend. Us and the couple, we were inseparable. Like we did everything together. Weekends, sleepovers, vacations. We've probably spent almost every single weekend together. We had dog play dates. Um, Our families knew how close we all were. I never saw myself living a life that this couple wasn't a part of. We were super close, right? So she was a best friend for four years, literally someone that I looked up to. She was a couple of years older than I was. 
when I had issues, I went to her. I trusted her with literally everything. Relied on her during my happiness and I also relied on her when things were bad. We always talked about how we never knew we needed the friendship that we had at that time until we met each other. When I mean that this person was so close to me, she was literally the witness to my marriage. Her name, big black and white signature on my wedding certificate. That's how close of friends we were. I chose her over every other single friend that I had to be the witness to my marriage. There's no doubt in my mind when I say that she loved me and she loved my ex-husband, like we were almost like a family away from her family. We did everything together, the four of us. We really got to see like who we were and who they were. Or so I thought. <laughs> Prior to my separation, my ex was in a pretty serious accident. Um, I had the two dogs at home, an apartment. I just had a pretty life-changing surgery myself, right? So everybody was pretty much involved and on help duty. We were all trying to really get down to it and help us as much as possible, our family, our friends, asking us if we needed anything. Everyone was pretty much involved that week, helping us out. Something I see now, but I guess I kept a blind eye to during this time was she brought him dinner or something in those terms, but I wasn't aware of this. I wasn't told that she was bringing him dinner. I, once again, like I said, drew a blind eye. It is what it is. I don't think it was weird that she was there helping him like with dinner. I think it was weird that I wasn't told about this, right? And prior to this, a couple weeks before, he had been dealing a lot with mental health. He had a lot of issues going on with his anxiety. And he was at their house without the best friend and without me talking to her about his feelings on whatever he was going through. And he straight up told me, you know, this is something I rather speak to her about my feelings than you. So it was always a little bit of a weird situation because I did feel like he trusted in her more, relied on her more, wanted her comfort more than he wanted his own wife's comfort. Really fucking weird. But once again, blew it, uh, what is it? <laughs> Drew a blind eye, moved on with the situation. That was just one of the, towards the end of our relationship stuff that I really thought like, this is fucking weird. That's the only word I have for this situation is weird. The night I got told by my ex-husband that he wanted a divorce, the first place I thought to go was their house. I felt comfortable there. I was sad. I was hurt. And I just needed things to be normal for a short period of time. She was the first person I called after that whole situation happened at one o'clock at night. She claims that they had no idea that he was asking me for the divorce, even though, like I said, weeks prior, he was dealing with this anxiety, which is now anxiety over the fact he wanted to ask for a divorce. He did not know how to tell me. He spent hours at her house, like talking to her about it, I'm sure, or whatever. I don't have any facts on that, so I can't speak on facts, but that's just how I feel what actually happened, but whatever. In the back of my head, I did always know that like some type of feelings were there for each other because like my ex, like I said, was always nicer to her than he was to me. And we would fight over it, like fight over the fact that he was so sweet to her. 
But at the same time, that really wasn't abnormal for my husband at the time to be nicer to someone other than me. He was always, I was always the shit end of the stick and everyone else got the the royal treatment. So I guess I just brushed it off. But he said he would never be with her because of how like dramatic and crazy she was in her own relationship. It's something that he wouldn't be able to deal with and he would lose his mind. So I guess I always just thought like, okay, maybe that's true. You know, I mean, maybe he doesn't have any feelings for her or doesn't like her in that way, just likes her as a friend. So me being a literal fucking idiot, I ignored all of the signs that he once told me he felt more comfortable talking to her about his mental health. The red flags were just flying through the room right there. Like, we're moving on. I spent a lot of days at their house after the separation. Um, I was grieving. I was confused, scared, lost, right? All of those things were running through my head. Her entire dynamic changed. She started to like push away from me and get closer to my ex. Interesting, right? So she started to not show any type of like remorse or sympathy for me or towards me, saying that like my sadness wasn't good for her own anxiety and depression and that the stuff I was going through was too much for her to handle. Who fucking says that? Who says to their best friend who is literally getting their life rocked right now, right? They're getting a divorce. Their whole life is changing. They have dogs. They just had this life-changing surgery. Who tells their best friend that their mental health, your friend's sadness is an issue for you? Someone who was probably feeling a little bit guilty. That's the only perspective I have on it. Like I said, I know no facts. I haven't spoken to this person ever, not once after she has not answered any of my questions. Well, not that she hasn't answered them. I haven't asked her any of these questions because I have no tendencies to speak with her ever again. Anyway, so September rolls around and I finally was able to take some time and go on a vacation. I saved for this vacation almost the whole summer. I went to South Carolina with one of my friends at the time and her entire family. It was just something like exciting to be somewhere else, right? It was something to be, it was just exciting to be somewhere else. Um, I took this time to really get myself together and come up with a solid plan for coming back home and like my living situation. Because at that time I was living with my friend, my dog was still at my ex's house. So I was trying to get my situation put together when I was moving back home with my mom. So the story was, at the time, my dog was still in the apartment with my ex until I was able to take him full time again. I was living in between houses. Um, I was in the process of moving back home. I've got, I got a text from my ex saying that I needed to take my dog out of the apartment ASAP and that he was no longer going to watch him. Mind you, he was our dog. We got him together. I called my mom hysterically crying. I was helpless. I was states away, right? My mom literally left work that day, picked my dog up and never looked back. Like she took him home and that was it. Then that night I get a text message from this best friend, literally kicking me out of her bridal party saying that she's been distanced. It's not my fault. It's hers. She doesn't feel as if we're close anymore. Like, no fucking shit. You're literally getting yourself into a relationship with my ex behind my back. 
from that moment on, the stories of them just unfolded. Like the posts of them doing things together, being together constantly. The fact that she had called off her own wedding months later and she was wearing my clothes in some of the posts that were going on. I mean, it was literally so fucking hurtful. I always say that I went through a divorce, but I also went through a best friend breakup with no explanation. People are literally in shock when I tell them this story because everyone knew how close she was to me. If someone was to sit here and ask me if I can either have my ex in my life in some which way or form or her, I would literally choose my ex because I can ignore him. I can literally not feel any which way towards him. I don't really have issues with him. But if she was to be in front of me, I would have nothing nice to say to her. I would not even be able to look her way without laughing or maybe feeling enraged. I never got the conversation of like, this is how I'm feeling and I'm sorry, but it's something I want to do. Like, would I be okay with it? Most likely not. But it's the fact of respect as we were once best friends that she would have had for me to do that instead of literally ghosting our friendship of four years and now being with my ex under the radar. There's been no open posts that they've been together. There's been no open posts of them being in a relationship. I don't know to this day if they're in an actual relationship or if they're just hooking up. I I really don't know anything because I just get told what I get told from ears, like people just coming to me with things or from what we all see on social media, but I also don't have them on social media anymore. So I, I really don't know. But I have gone out to dinner with her after this whole situation went down when I came back from vacation and I cried and I've explained all the hard feelings that I had towards the situation. And she looked me in the eyes with absolutely no emotions and did not care once about my feelings. And she had a story back in the day of one time one of her friends ghosted her it was her best friend ghosted her whatever her situation was and she was awful like she was awful to her and she said she would never do that to anybody else and I feel like that's exactly what she did to me was what that best friend did to her in the past so it never really sat well with me this friendship breakup has literally put me into therapy Um, I know I will never see or talk to this person again And I've done so much growth since then that I'm more than okay with that. But it did take me a while to like fully put those feelings to bed and to move on from it. I talked to my therapist. She told me to write a letter explaining my feelings towards this person. And I feel like I never had the opportunity to ask questions, to see what the real situation is, to see the truth of what actually happened if it was during my relationship or not, if it started after, if it was random, if those feelings were just bundled up, like I don't know. And I know I never will. So for me, this is a way of getting my voice out on the situation of bad fucking friends, like not being a girl's girl. All of my friends who I'm currently still friends with to this day lost all connection with my ex not because I asked, just because that was the normal fucking thing to do. And this friend, instead of not picking sides and building a friendship between the, you know, the both of us decided to just boot my four years of friendship out and call it a day and be with my ex or do whatever she's doing with my ex. I 
really think that this situation hurt me more than the fact that I was getting a divorce. Um, I wasn't prepared for it. I thought about it kind of when he asked for the divorce. I thought, what if I lose my mutual friends too, right? But that was something that was never brought to my mind after speaking with this person. I never thought that she would do what she did to me. Not once in my head did it cross on her part. So I think that that was really a shock. I defended her, like four months defended her. When everyone would be like, oh, I see them together, this, that. I'd be like, no, they're just friends. Like, you know, they're just friends. They just hang out. We always hang out. Like, whatever I said, I really defended her until it was the point where I was like, I am literally a fucking moron. A moron. I just think that if, like, this was ever to be put in a situation that you find yourself in, it is so important to never put blame on yourself. It took me a while to be like, how did I not see this? I was judging my own character. Like, how did I allow this person to be this close to my relationship without seeing that this might be a problem, right? It's not your fault. Whatever has happened, it's not your fault, even though you think back on it and you wish you did some things differently or you didn't allow certain things to happen in the relationship. But like, it is something that sometimes comes out of left field. You can never see it happening until it happens. And you really think like, oh, like that was fucking weird. But after the fact. So there was many other situations where I thought like that was fucking weird. But I let it go. New friends can cause you to like grow or cause you to have like setbacks. So the friendship I hold on to now, I know are the ones that I care fully about and can fully commit to and trust. I'm not saying to limit yourself and to not make new friends because sometimes new friends are meant to come into your life and hopefully stay with good intentions. But you should never allow a friend to tell you your sadness, your fucking grief is something that is too much for them. Something that is a drastic moment in your life, it should never affect your friends. You should, how do I explain it? No matter what you're feeling, you put away your own shit to be there for your friends. I think that is so important. Like, that's what a real friend does. Be fucking sad together, right? Have anxiety together. Your friend's in a panic attack. I call my one friend and he literally does not know what to fucking do because he's always in a panic. I call him. I'm having a panic attack. Can you make me laugh? Because I literally can't breathe. And he always tells me I'm the, he's the worst person to call. But what am I going to do? He makes me laugh. I'm going to call him. He wants to panic too with me. At least I'm panicking with somebody. Hug each other because you both need it. Who cares? If you are having a bad day and your friend's having a bad day, just be there for each other. You can both have a fucking bad day together. That's how I feel. You want to sit there in silence because you both have nothing to say? No problem. Sit there all you want. Put on a TV show. Just be there for your friends. She was a great friend when she was in my corner. But the real question that I do ask myself was, was she ever really in my corner or was she in her own the entire time? It is something that needs to stick out in friendships when they're close to your relationship as well. She was for sure never a girl's girl. And for that, I close this chapter and I'm moving the fuck on.